The berries are falling off the bush. They're picking like crazy out in the fields. It's raspberry season. About to be blueberry season, too. But not only is it raspberry season, but that means it's also time for the Northwest Raspberry Festival happening in downtown Linden. It was going on yesterday. I was down there. I had a good time. And it's about to get underway here next hour all throughout the day until 5 o'clock in Linden. Welcome back, by the way, to The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI on your Saturday morning. Uh, and joining me right now with Washington Red Raspberries is Megan Lacey. Welcome to the program this morning. You've been hanging out at the Raspberry Festival. What's going on down there? What can people expect? I mean, it starts here in just, you know, less than a half hour. Well, we are super pumped to get underway this morning. And um, yesterday was just incredible. You know, I, there the community was out. It was really uh, a celebration of raspberries and basketball. What more could you ask for? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, I guess I should also mention this isn't very raspberry-ish directly, but there's a, the car show starts uh, at eight o'clock here. Uh, the Raz and Shine cruise in, so I that's that. uh, happening this morning. But you're hanging out at the Washington Raspberry booth. What are you guys doing there? I mean, the whole thing's about raspberries, but what what from the farmers? I mean, that's a farming group, farmer supported thing what are you sharing with people well you know it's been really great to be able to be on site with the community while the raspberry growers are out in the fields right they can't be there <laughs> yeah, um, so it's yeah. really a pleasure to be able to talk to the community everyone is so interested in the raspberry industry and what the farmers are doing out there and um, I think overwhelmingly it's it's funny because there are people right here in our backyard who don't really understand the impact that the raspberry industry has so it's it's wonderful to be able to share that talk to them get them excited about it but there's one thing that is clear everyone who is at the raspberry festival loves raspberries so <laughs> we're in the right place um, and we've got some fun things we're handing out talking to them about um, how much uh, the industry means to the community and, um, and, and really getting them excited about different ways they can use raspberries. We've got some great recipes available and, um, it, it's been great to see some faces light up as they realize, whoa, I can, uh, create a raspberry ranch dressing. I love ranch. And we had, yeah, we had several people really excited about that one. Um, and then we've got some great raspberry salsa recipes. And, um, I think we were, we're inspiring a lot of creativity uh, in the kitchen um you had some special guests in the booth too right and there's more of that happening today i know yesterday when i was there now i'm blanking on the name of the bakery yes that we, was there yeah so as part of um celebrating raspberry month we have got um macarena bakery who was here yesterday and they're actually handling handing out free samples of baked goods from their seattle bakeries that feature washington red raspberries and then today it's really exciting we've got a couple great things happening um one Rubicon Bakery, who we partnered with 
actually last year and then earlier this year announced the launch of a nationwide availability of their vegan lemon raspberry cupcake, which Mm. is co-branded with the Washington logo. Um, And they use a Washington red raspberry puree for all of the flavor and color in their cupcake. Um, It's beautiful. It's delicious. And I, you know, it's vegan, but it's good for vegan. It's good for, for not just vegan. Right. Um, It's a, it's a delicious cupcake. So they're going to be out there with samples tomorrow and um, talking about what they do and, and why they love Washington and red raspberries. So I encourage everybody to come out and have a bite. Um, yesterday, people were tickled with uh, the Macrina Bakery uh, samples that were available. It was really great. And you talk about that, something labeled vegan. I know there are a lot of people that, well, at least in the crowd that I come from, you know, the more old school, the more conservative crowd that are like, vegan, what? I don't know. That must mean it's bad. Well, honestly, if I had a pro- and raspberries are vegan, mm-hmm. they're the same raspberries. It, if if I was growing a food product and selling it, which I'm not a farmer right now, but if if it qualified as vegan or gluten free or you, non-GMO, I as much as people can make fun of that stuff, you know, coming from the farming community. Sure. I sure as heck would be saying that and promoting that because really it's the same product, but then you can remind people who have various dietary restrictions and, you know, people associate veganism with, you know, activism. It, that's just a small fraction of people who actually practice that diet. Um, there are a lot of people who have diet restrictions for health reasons. I'm suddenly in that category within the last year uh, being diagnosed with type one diabetes. Not that that's the same as, you know, a vegan, but I understand the diet restriction stuff. Why, why assume that it's a bad thing? I think that's a great, great thing. And uh, it's great that people can try that and be like, hey, yeah. yeah, vegan doesn't have to mean that it's gross. And it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to hate meat or anything like that. No, they're, <laughs> and I will tell you, they're delicious. My son is a huge fan and he, <laughs> um, he eats them up like they're, uh, well, we do have to restrict, obviously, <laughs> but um, if left to his own devices, they would be at every meal. Um, and what's what's really cool about that partnership is that w- when we talk about the nationwide availability of a product in stores with the Washington logo, that is yeah. such huge visibility for what our farmers are out there doing. So everyone who picks up one of these packages, it's got the beautiful Rubicon label, label which is, you know, their packaging is just really, really nice. And um, and and you've got the, the Washington logo right next to it saying Washington raspberries. And, you know, that's something that we, we see this a lot with consumers now um, they have an interest in where food is coming from yeah. and you know I think the pandemic shined a light on this but um, but even more more so now um, they are interested in knowing that the food that they're purchasing was grown by people who care and when they see that emblem it's it's a message back to say yeah. hey these are from Washington State and um, and this is special and that's in stores nationwide 1800 Kroger stores um, which is really 
really, really exciting. And uh, I'll tell you a, a quick little anecdote here because I yeah. think it's um, it's really telling. Uh, Rubicon had shared with us that uh, you know they get they get comments in, and they've actually gotten tons of great feedback from consumers who purchase the product and um, people they, saying, "Hey, these berries are from Washington." Well, yeah. well. So here's the thing: um, this one person actually, you know, no longer lives in Washington State, but had grown up picking raspberries like mm. so many people in this community. Yeah. Um, and uh, my and, hand is in the air here. <laughs> Me too. Exactly. And she was just thrilled to see uh, the Washington logo and that these were made with Washington red raspberries. And um, she reached out to Rubicon to tell them how wonderful that was. And I mean, there's there's more of these stories, but I just love that one because it was someone who had a personal connection and was so excited to see that other people would be making that same connection. Um, it's 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 meaningful and people see it and um, and it shapes their their perception of what's happening up here. Megan Lacey with Washington Red Raspberries is with us right now here on the Farming Show on KGMI, 790 AM and 96.5 FM in Bellingham. I'm Dylan Honkoop, your host with Whatcom Family Farmers. Of course, I grew up on a local red raspberry farm. My dad was involved with Washington Red Raspberries, the Raspberry Commission for a, a lot of years. This is kind of a weird year for my family too, because this is the first year that my dad isn't harvesting raspberries. We have July back. I think dad doesn't really know what to do right now because he's it, for, you know, 30 years, July was a write-off. You don't do anything but pick berries. Um, but we're talking about, you know, sharing this bounty that we have in our community here that people aren't necessarily as aware of as those of us around it all the time might assume. What kind of, a, and again, the Raspberry Festival getting underway actually just in a few minutes technically here at eight o'clock, uh, the Northwest Raspberry Festival. Festival continuing today from eight o'clock until five o'clock in downtown Linden. The Raz and Shine uh, car show happening here shortly. Of course, basketball and all kinds of food and all kinds of vendors and lots of people, neighbors to meet up with. Good times in downtown, and the, and we're chatting with Megan here about that. But uh, this raspberry idea—you know—you're talking about being in the booth there and meeting people. What kind of questions are they asking? Well, you know, a lot of people um, are are curious about you know the industry. How they're they're surprised to learn that ninety percent of the ras the frozen raspberries in the U.S. are are grown in the U.S. are actually grown here in Washington State, and that most of those are in Whatcom County. Um, I think they're really some of them were were quite shocked. Like, really, I had no idea. And um, I think uh, they're they were they've been very interested interested in knowing about different uses for raspberries. Um, I had several people asking me before they even saw our recipe cards, uh, well, how, do you have any salsa recipes? I think raspberry salsa would be great. And sure. As a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are. Um, so, you know, I think that um, there, there's just, people are passionate about red, red raspberries. And I think that uh, what's been nice being there 
uh, yesterday and now today, looking forward to helping people connect this really special festival that happens in Linden with what's happening out on the farm. And um, some of the questions have also been about the harvesting process. They're really interested yeah. in those harvesters, which I got to say, everybody likes to see cool. those. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got a great video playing um, that that we had created for the commission, and um, this uh, people can actually see it in motion. And it's really pretty cool to be able to help people understand what what is happening on the farm and what it takes. I think the other thing that um, several people were very surprised about was just um, the fact that the processing happens right down the street yeah. or potentially on the same farm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's, you know, people are just excited to, to talk about raspberries, to share stories about their, you know, favorite raspberry yeah. recipe. I, I have um, learned about uh, a variety of recipes that I had not thought of <laughs> um, that people shared that were longtime family recipes. Well, that's and, something that yeah. those of us who advocate for farming, who are, you know, trying to make uh, more people aware of the, the wonderful things that our farmers produce here, market products really, is we have to remember that human element of it. I mean, that's, I mean, shameless plug, that's what my podcast is all about as well, Real Food, Real People podcast. But that human element is so important. It's not just the facts and stats of, oh, you know, here's what's in raspberries and so you should eat it because it's healthy or because it tastes good or, or even, I mean, the recipes are important. But like you said, it's not just the recipe on a card. Mm -hmm. It's someone else telling a story of, I remember my grandma used to make. Absolutely. And I have plenty of those things too. That's the human part that where people just, yeah, that's where you connect with stuff like this. And, and to discount that or to forget about that, you kind of miss opportunities to really connect, say, from the farming community and a product to the people who are actually consuming it. Absolutely. And I think that extends to what the farmers are actually doing in the field. And when we can show them and we can tell people what, how hard, uh, you know, I mean, this is hard work. Um, yeah. and, uh, and, and what goes into it, that is meaningful too. So it's both sides, right? It's the connection you have to the food that you're eating, but then it's also the connection that you have to the people who are producing it. And the more we can share that story and, um, really help people understand, uh, what Washington Red, Red Raspberry raspberry farmers are all about, um, the, the more raspberries hopefully will sell. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it makes sense. And, you know, here in this community, we want raspberries to sell. And I'm saying that now that it doesn't really directly affect my family, but it indirectly affects this entire community Absolutely. because between the milk, the berries, the potatoes, the beef, you know, and then list several other smaller crops that are produced here that supports this local economy. So many jobs, so much of the culture here is all centered around that, but it all comes down to being able to sell the stuff and at least maybe on some years, make a couple dollars, you know, some years you may lose some years, you may, but right. somehow stay in business, which sadly not everyone has been able to do because things are a rocky, you know, roller coaster ride oftentimes with the market. It, but it is still something that people are able to do and we produce i think the best of the world here let's keep that going and that requires marketing that's what i was just going to say i mean you are a marketing person we talk with growers on this show a lot agronomists you know scientists soil scientists lots of things even specifically around raspberries 
marketing is a part of that too. But I will say, and again, we're talking with Megan Lacey with Washington Red Raspberries. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on The Farming Show on KGMI here just a few minutes away from the um, Northwest Raspberry Festival, uh, cranking back up again for your Saturday. It's just a two-day thing, right? Yesterday and today. So if you missed it yesterday, you got to get on down there at some point between here at 8 o'clock and 5 this evening. Um, But back to, you know, marketing raspberries, red raspberries, it is, there's a challenge to, and I've been privy to this conversation because of, you know, my dad and being around the business my whole most of my life, there's a challenge because there's a split in the raspberry world that people often don't think about between the fresh red raspberries mm-hmm. and the frozen mm-hmm. or processed. And I think, you know, the word processed, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, like I don't like processed foods. Well, right. it's like they spray it to make sure it's clean, sort, make sure everything is sorted out and freeze it. And then you get it yep, the in process various forms. is very natural. It, it's not like <laughs> they're putting chemicals on or, you know, it's none of that. It's just basically getting it frozen. That's processing. Um, but that, that presents some challenges for how to market that and how to fund the marketing. You know, a lot of crops and commodities have commissions or, or checkoffs, as they call them, mm-hmm. where growers of a certain product basically tax themselves. And pe- for people who aren't aware, that happens with raspberries, too, and a lot of other things. They tax themselves to say, hey, we're going to pool our money together, just, you know, a penny or two or, you know, whatever the, a group chooses um, to pay to help market all because, you know, more raspberry sell helps everybody. Right. But how frozen res- red raspberries are marketed, very different than fresh. You're, you're exactly right. And, you know, there's, there's that learning curve that we have to overcome. And um, one of the, the big initiatives that we've been um, working on over the last couple of years is really um, increasing awareness and education within the baking community. And so we actually, um, when you talk about funding, um, there's absolutely the funding that comes from uh, the growers themselves. But yeah. then we also do pursue grants to yeah. help support that funding, which is really important because we know that the growers are out there working hard yeah. and um, these grants can help uh, jumpstart some things that we can do that yeah. will really help move um, move our marketing forward. And so we actually got a specialty crop block grant that um, through USDA, WSDA and USDA um, that has helped us engage the baking community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some of this, uh, the work with Rubicon has been related to that. Um, the work with Macrina has been related to that. Um, And what we're hearing across the board is um, the baking community is really, really excited about this product. And when we talk about baking, it's um, we're, we're not just talking about we're talking about wholesale bakers. We're talking about, you know, bakers in all different spaces, um, but uh, they they are thrilled to when they actually start working with the product, they are blown away by the quality. Um, they're blown away by by the, um, the, the flavor and the color that it can produce. Um, it is really incredible. We've gone through um, a couple different uh, education workshops with them and uh, promotion within uh, with, with baking magazines geared mm-hmm toward that specific community. And what we're seeing is a lot of interest and excitement. And and here's the thing, now is the time because um, we're seeing a shift when we look at trends in, um, in baking in 
food overall, um, one of the really big trends that's happening is a move toward natural ingredients. Mm -hmm. And um, people are more aware of artificial flavoring and things like that. So you have a a really primed um, ingredient community that is excited to have a really high quality product that they can use. And when we're thinking about how we market, we target um, those uh, folks that are going to value the high quality product that's produced here, because that is a huge differentiator for the Washington red raspberry industry. A a raspberry just isn't a raspberry. It it isn't. And these people know the difference and they appreciate it and they value it. And that is... Um, as we move the needle with those folks and build awareness and interest and excitement, um, these are the folks that set the trends. Yeah, they develop and, the recipes yeah. and they say what kind of packaging they want it in and all these things that have to that you don't normally think about to be able to sell mm-hmm. more red raspberries to people who do want them. Yeah, but it's all that stuff in between to actually yes. get it to yeah. them. Megan Lacey with Washington Red Raspberries. We're out of time. The uh, Northwest Raspberry Festival about to get underway here in just a couple of moments now at at 8 o'clock in downtown Linden. Um, I would love to see you out there um, and uh, check out the Whatcom Family Farmers booth, which is in conjunction with the Washington Raspberries booth right uh, kind of by the post office there. Uh, Would love to see you uh, today at the Raspberry Festival. And Megan Lacey. Washington Raspberries, along with myself, Dylan Honkoop, here on the Farming Show on KGMI. Thanks for being here this morning, and and thanks for uh, helping make this whole Raspberry Festival a a success. Yeah, thank you. Can I say one more thing, Dylan? Sure. Um, We'll squeeze it in. We'll squeeze it in. Okay. The one thing I wanted to tell everyone is today at 11 o'clock, we're going to do a really special Mm. um, presentation. Um, I mentioned the Rubicon relationship, and, and as part of that, because Rubicon has a social mission. Uh, They hire people who need a second chance in life. Um, The WRC actually partnered with uh, Fair Start as well, which is a a local Seattle-based organization that helps train people in food service. And um, we donated $1 for every package sold of Rubicon cupcakes, of the vegan lemon and raspberry cupcake. And we have reached that $10,000 threshold. So it's really exciting. We'll be presenting them with a check tomorrow um, that'll help a lot of people so and that's at 11 o'clock at 11 o'clock all right megan lacy with washington raspberries uh for the second day here of the raspberry festival in linden thanks so much for your time this morning thank you my pleasure